the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jutaris here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy McCurse with Power, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. That's right, we're coming back at you with another Knicks episode this week. Two Jets episodes, two Knicks episodes in one week. You know why? There's sports news. We're here at football season. We're getting close to training camp for the NBA. But for today, Donovan Mitchell got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. We thought the Knicks it could have been in the Knicks' grasp, but we'll break it all down, John and I. But before we get into those talks, you all know the drill. If you haven't already done so, please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnered with Fanside and Minute Media, so you can find this podcast on the Daily Knicks or the Jet Press. We also got that YouTube page. Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period. No one writes out, except that shit is wild. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We got some comments to respond to on the last video. Don't worry, we're coming at you. Blood of the Ponce is back, baby's back commenting. We thought you went into the abyss, but you're back from vacation. We appreciate you, bro. We appreciate it. While you're also over at the YouTube page, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every single sport possible. If you love sports gambling, these guys got you covered. NCAA college football is back. These guys got you covered. NFL is back. These guys got you covered. Make sure to go check them out over there on the page. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. John, my guy. What up? What up? Shit, shit happened today. Shit happened today that, that, that inadvertently uh, involves the Knicks. Even though we didn't get Donovan Mitchell, we're still fun involved day. because. It was a fun day. It was a it's fun an day, man, day. For, um, for NBA Twitter. Uh, as you mentioned, college football has started. Uh, Thursday games going on. People are hyped about that. Venus and Serena uh, doing doubles right now at the U.S. Open. And, of course, Donovan Mitchell gets traded right before Labor Day weekend to not the New York Knicks. And that's a story in and of itself, right? This has been the summer of Donovan Mitchell. It was, uh, was, to a lighter degree, the the summer of KD, right? But he didn't move ultimately. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was always a, a, a more of a when, not if, once Gobert got traded. Uh, Minnesota gave them a haul. And then obviously Donovan Mitchell's been on the block. And we've, we've been saying from day one, the Knicks have the most to offer. However, they're not going to do the three unprotected picks which would effectively not allow us to trade future draft picks, and we would be stuck in what everybody agreed, including the pundits, which was like they thought they were dissing us when they were saying, oh, this is not going to be enough for the Knicks to be a championship contender. You guys are dummies. And we agreed. 
<laughs> you know, that's why we couldn't trade with the undrafted picks. Right? So we've been negotiating this whole time. And Alex, I just can't believe that that Monday R.J. Barrett news. I, I'm just annoyed that it, it, it wasn't more of a celebration than uh, than, than than it should, should have been because that was really the end of the negotiations of Donovan Mitchell, as we learned, right? It was that day. It was really once R.J. was off the table, it was over. So... Man, I wish we celebrated that RJ more, but it was more like, okay, we have RJ now. We're still trying to figure out this Mitchell thing, you know. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's that that's why it's Knicks news. You know what I mean? Because we extended our guy around this trade. You know what I mean? It, it, it was more than just rumors. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, based on Ian's reporting, Woj's reporting, everybody's reporting, you could see that RJ was a foundational piece, and if it wasn't part of the deal. Seemed like the Knicks had to give up a haul in order to get Donovan Mitchell here. And to the Knicks reasoning, you know, even Ian Begley reported it. It was RJ and two picks hoping that would get the deal done. Uh, Knicks did offer three unprotected picks without RJ. That wasn't enough to get the deal done. RJ clearly had to be part of this trade. And as we saw, if we do the comparison to what the what the Jazz got from the Cleveland Cavaliers, they got Colin Sexton. Right in a sign and trade, seventy-two million dollar extension is what he got. Uh, you also got Laurie Markkinen. They also got uh, Agbaji, who was recently drafted this year. They got yeah, three this, this year's first round pick. Yeah, and they also got three first round unprotected picks. So theoretically, just like how we said it was five for that Minnesota sent over, right, with their draft pick, the the center I forget his name right now, Kessler Walker. You know, you you now have. <laughs> Four draft picks, four first rounders. They go to the Cavs plus two pick swaps. It's a haul, man. Like the Cavs got a haul. And when you look at what they got, they got, you got a, a, a legitimate starter in Colin Sexton who's a bucket. Okay. You got Warrior Marketing who has been a starter and has played meaningful minutes. Agbaji is, is touted. We had our guy Corey Tello break it down on here loves as well. Him. As, as, he loves, loves him. him. A, a guy that you want who just knows how to win and will do what it what his role needs to be to win. That's good value. You know, I, you can compare that to being Grimes. Sexton, I put up there with being the R.J. Barrett of the deal. That's how I look at it. So you can't tell me that R.J. wasn't part of this deal. Whether or not Utah actually valued R.J. Barrett to for the long term, that's another story. But they definitely wanted him probably to flip him down the line. And, you know, when we see that, when we see that uh, it's now like, when RJ got extended, it complicated things. We could see that probably Utah was hoping for a sign and trade in order to do so, or, or something yeah. along those lines. Some of the well, not a sign and trade because Colin Sexton was a free restricted free agent, but they they didn't want the contracts so that way. They they didn't want the extension that way. They could extend him, do whatever that need be to be able to move him to another team afterwards. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, if, if to be honest with you, if I'm Utah. And I have to be, I have to kind of, you know, take this one on the chest saying, you know, who does Danny Ainge think he is? Danny Ainge won this bet, man. He won, he won this negotiation and he got three first round unprotected picks from the Jazz plus, I mean, from, from Cleveland plus the two swaps in between. They, they own Cleveland for the next seven years. Like, you know what I mean? And man. I would be devastated if that was the Knicks trade today. I honestly would be devastated if it was RJ 
IQ or OB, as the, it was, it's been mentioned that this is what they wanted, plus the three unprotected and the two swaps. I would be devastated tonight, man. I would honestly, I would be resentful of Donovan Mitchell. I'm being honest with you. Uh, it would be way worse than the mellow trade. Oh, 100%. And honestly, this, it would bite us in the butt. Uh, like I am, I am really truly okay with where we are. To be honest with you, some teams are trying to be where we are with the draft picks. Like, you know what I mean? They're trying to accumulate the draft picks that we have, and we have the players. I mean, I'm I'm really excited about the fact that we did not give all that up. Would I have liked Donovan Mitchell? Of course. We've been talking about it for literally three months. It is documented. Of course, I wanted Donovan Mitchell. I wanted to pair him up with Jalen Brunson. I didn't think that was going to be a defensive issue. I'm not going to say that it is going to be, you know, it would have been now. I, I would have been fine. But it was Brunson, Mitchell, and RJ. That was always the deal. I was always willing to give up Obi. right? I was always willing to give up Grimes if we had to. I was being a little conservative with the picks, which I don't think it's being conservative to just not own our future. You know what I mean? I, and we're giving them a lot. Uh, as much as I wanted him, I'm, I think the Knicks won this won this negotiation as well. And yeah. despite the fact that I think they might now overpay for something silly because we have too many assets, like we might like over get like Buddy Heald now or something silly like that, which we'll get into uh, in a little bit here at the end. I, I think we're still vulnerable to that, which doesn't really excite me. But for now, in terms of Donovan Mitchell, if that was the deal on the table, we have won. Like, yes, I agree. It's upsetting, and it's an L that we did not get Donovan Mitchell. I agree. In the vacuum, I agree with that. That's an L. We all want him. You're wearing your Westchester Knicks shirt. It's documented, right? Like, we, I, there's no there's no you know way to go up. But, but am I upset? But what the Knicks offer was? Absolutely not. And, dude, if I'm Utah, I'm hyped. Obviously, they have a, a great haul in general, but dude, they got a great. If Donovan Mitchell leaves in three years, which we all assume is going to happen, this is this might be one of the greatest trades in NBA history. And I think that's the biggest concern, right? When you make this trade and you give up a lot of your future, you don't like you can't guarantee that Donovan Mitchell would stay with the team for the next couple of years. He has this year, three more years after that, he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2026. But that's the issue when you give up a lot, man. That's the issue when you give up your future. And that's something that the Knicks aren't that that's something the Knicks aren't, they're not in that place right now. And the reason they're not in that like the, the Cleveland for actually for Cleveland, this is not a bad trade for Cleveland. This is actually a really good trade for Cleveland. It's a great opinion. trade for Cleveland. Yeah, because we were talking about it for months about how great this fit would be. Yeah. Because here's the th- like, and we know because look, they gave up or marketing. They gave up Agbaji, like we said, and Sexton, they still have depth, dude. They still have depth. Like this is like they're pushing their chips in, saying we can be competitive right now. We're a young team that can, you know, potentially fight for for a championship at some point in the future. If we do well enough, maybe Donovan Mitchell does stay here. They're in position to be doing something like that. The Knicks aren't. You look at Darius Garland. You look at um, Mobley. You look at Jared Allen. Right. You on top of that, you got Kevin Love, who's a solid veteran, who's now got his stuff back Coming together. Off Come off the bench. You got JB <laughs> Bickerstaff, who's doing. Who's doing good stuff out there? Like that's a solid team, man. Like, you Levert can't off the down. bench too, bro. Huh? Levert. Yeah, you got Karis Levert. You got, you got you got my guy Okoro in the starting rotation right now. It's a small forward. That's a solid. That's a solid rotation right there. You want to talk that's about a real team in the East, bro? That's, that's a real team in the dude, East, bro. That's a top six team in the East. Easy. Top six team. Easy. Not even a question. Yeah. Yeah. Not even a question. So for Cleveland, it makes a lot of sense. Knicks, they're not in that position. If you trade RJ, you trade Grimes, you trade all your. T- 
who, who are you left with? Brunson, Mitchell. You then have to deal with, like, if you give up Obi, you got you got to depend on Randall. We could, not, we could not have given up RJ, man. That would have been so tough. It, that that would been like the roughest. That would been the roughest thing to to deal with. We would have uh, resented uh, uh, Mitchell. It wouldn't have worked, man. I'm I'm really glad because yeah, then that, because then when you trade for Mitchell, and this is what people have to think is that you're then putting that much expectation on him to take you to the promised land. It's not playoffs, right? You make yeah. that type. You try to you make that type of trade, pushing in that many chips. You you got to be co- competing for a championship. If you're not competing for a championship, what are you doing? You're just, we all agreed. We all agreed that wasn't the case. People that are Knicks fans that wanted Mitchell and pundits who said the Knicks are going to be dumb either way, they also said that. You know what I mean? They said that you know Mitchell is not going to make them a championship team. So that was their argument for the trade or against the trade. You know what I mean? But in that case, you have to keep the assets to make a trade further down the line. And I know that's annoying to hear. And you don't want to say, okay, the Knicks have been waiting forever because that's what we've been doing since LeBron free agency. And look, man. And to it's be just fair, about waiting. Go ahead. No, I think that's a fair, fair criticism. No, I, no, it's not. I think, I think it is fair criticism depending on like how long you've been a Knicks fan for. Like, there's been people who've watched it. Like, I was just on Knicks fan TV. We had a caller who said, you know, I haven't seen a championship since since I was born, and that was '73. Right? Yeah. If you've been a Knicks fan for that long, like, I feel for you. That's fifty. That's over fifty years of not seeing your team really compete for a championship. Right? Like being in that. Like, sure, you had the Knicks like in the '90s that were in the finals. Right? But you haven't seen. I should let me rephrase that. You haven't seen your ch- team actually win a chip in fifty years. Yeah, but that's a I long mean, time. Like, see, I don't care. Like, great. I, in a nutshell, that's okay. That's a long time. That's upsetting. But to bring that up because the fact that we didn't, you know, but it's not, I'm not saying it's, Mitchell, I'm not saying it's, it's right. Silly. It's just silly. But I'm not I know, saying it's, it's right. A, yeah. No, but I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's understandable why you could be upset because you also want to know the direction of this team. I think that's also well, a fair I, question. I, see, here's the thing, man. I think that. This is positive in the direction of the team, actually. And I believe that the Knicks have a real they're, they're they have a real leader at the top. Everybody's crying about how Leon Rose doesn't do press conferences. The Knicks today, to be honest with you, right? Like he's taking hold of we're on the Knicks media stuff. We're in tune with everything they do, especially their PR. They had everything drop literally the same minutes. That Woj tweeted, like literally the same exact minute. I had the emails come in, the tweet dropped yep. about RJ. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's all planned, right? It's all behind the scenes, and they know what this looks like, right? Leon Rose had a statement for the first time, right? Everybody understands the aura around the Knicks and the PR, and Leon Rose understands, and here's what people are saying. And we wanted to put it under the rug, but listen, man. there's nothing more for me to say here than I'm so happy that we did not trade RJ Barrett here and we did not give up RJ and OB and the exact, they wanted two young players. So like OB and Grimes or OB and IQ plus a three unprotected and two protected. No way, no way am I doing that. So I'm so happy they didn't do it. Like, am I upset about Mitchell? Sure. Let me ask you this question. What's the direction of this team? Moving forward, would because the team that's currently constructed, right? We're talking mediocrity. You're not competing now for for like getting in the play in and doing all that stuff. Not really worth it. Not with the way the East is now shaking out. This is this is crazy. So if the Knicks aren't going to be a top six team, 
They're looking like a play-in team at best. Hold on, hold on. What are you hold doing? On. Hold on. This team is not done as constructed. I know it's getting close here to training camp, but this was just the first domino to fall. Almost like how the Beverly trade happened as soon as KD decided he's staying. Like things had to the dominoes have to fall sometimes for transactions to fall through. And now that the Donovan Mitchell trade's not happening, especially since Fournier, for example, I'm sorry, Chip, Chip Murphy Seven goes when it picks weekly. I'm sorry to bring up your boy. But he was part of the money moving. And I still think he's gonna move. I right? Agree because with that. And so that's part of the that's part of the, you know the answer where the, you're talking about the direction of the team, okay? So Grimes is going to start, which means that the team is moving forward. We are we are uh, advancing our rookies, right? And 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 they're getting better, and now they're in the starting role moving forward after they've proven themselves. We gave them a starting point guard. We paid for it. We've locked up our small forward, our third pick, right? And then. The power forward position gets interesting. I, I've been on the record saying I, I, I want to see how Julius Randle does with a point guard. I know that many teams say they don't want him. I'm still not going to be shocked if he ends up on the Hornets <laughs> or something of that nature. I'm just I like I know that Randle for Hayward works straight up, and then Hayward before you start yelling at the computer right now is two years. Right, so he'd be expiring next year at least, even though he's technically looks like more money. It'll be advantageous for the Knicks, especially if we're looking to make a trade next year. And the Hornets need Randall, and I think they're going to notice. Steve Clifford's going to notice that the second he walks into camp. Well, and you know who knows about if Harold? We know his situation is kind of getting cleaned up a little bit. But we still don't even know if he's going to play or get suspended. We don't know, but I think. Like I think the power like, forward position, the power forward position really is going to make a difference in in the direction of this team, Alex. Oh, 100%. because I think I think those three things are solid. We're going to move Fournier, so you know we're still getting younger. We're still moving forward. What happens with Randall and Obi? I think is going to make a difference because if Randall's playing and he's playing good, I know I stop freaking out. I know, but if he's playing and he's playing good, it means we're making a run right now. But then it, it, he's going to be splitting minutes with Obi. Right, so I'm I'm curious as to how that's gonna go because I, it's not gonna be a hey give some minutes to the young guy type deal with Obi anymore. It's gonna be like yo play Obi. He's 26. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let's let's let let let's let's move this along. We know he's good, and we've accepted him as a fan base to get real minutes. He's he's obviously done everything the organization asked of him. So it's not gonna be a give the young guy minutes now. Now it's gonna be a kind of like a foul between the head coach and the fans, let's say, right? Because that's, I guess, all we can speak for, right? When it comes to that, that could be a real issue when it comes to chemistry. I'm sure there's other issues going on here, but I mean, I guess we could, we don't want to aggregate it, but, you know, we're fans of Nick's film school. Uh, we read Macri's newsletters. We listen to his his podcast. Uh, we have Claudio uh, coming on soon again to grace us with his presence. Uh, before the jet season, talk some Knicks now with the Mitchell news finally coming to an end. He mentioned that it's possible. Macri did. Macri mentioned it. Macri mentioned that it's po- he's heard that it's possible that the Knicks want to get rid of Randall. Well, let's just put it at that. The easiest way to, to throw that out there. Yeah. Right? And, the, and the way that, but the way that he phrased it is that, like, hopefully this is not the last like deal to be done for the Knicks. Like, hopefully they do make a deal where it comes to moving Randall before the start of the season, 
or at some point. Like that's it looks essentially like, what it, what it's what he's reporting. It looks like if it, I mean, speaking of direction, if the if the Knicks move Randall and Fournier, I mean, we the direction is we are building a real team, and we don't give a damn, especially if we don't get anything back. Like if we get Hayward back, whatever for Randall, and then we get like really well, straight back development, for Fournier. It's yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's we're chilling too. And so that's fine I, with me. Look, and that that's fine with me because the way that this looks right now, looking at the East, we're not going anywhere for that couple of years anyway. Unless like you landed a superstar. What's what's just? I, I know we. I, I hate. I know you. It's yeah. Everyone doesn't really like why I do this, but it's like you got your Celtics, you got the Bucks, Sixers, you got now Cavs are going to be up there. You got Miami, you got the Brooklyn Nets because they're staying together, right? Talk about six teams right there. You got Chicago, Atlanta. Like whack, whack. Yeah. I hear you. But like we we're, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we can yeah. we can essentially be a play-in team with less than what we're doing now. Yeah. We'll also see if the Nets get a center. So I think the Nets can be at the sixth spot and we're kind of competing with them. They don't have a center. It's tough to win. Even though they have the best team KD's ever had, or really the in, in the Nets modern era. Uh, this is the best Nets team they've assembled. They still don't have a center. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that at, at a different time. But let me ask you this. You're talking about development. Uh, we, we we all read the Bourbon piece. Bourbon, friend of the show. Uh, you know, he likes to stir stuff up sometimes. But, you know, that's sometimes just perception because we have to give him props or props is due. He was right about R.J. Barrett extension. He was right to a certain extent about the Mitchell Robinson extension. Okay, and now he reported that Cam Reddish wants out, wants a change of scenery. Doesn't like the scenery out in Westchester, Alex. Cam Reddish? And, yeah, uh, a clutch product. We know the Lakers are looking to make moves. We talked about Fournier. Do you think we could be moving Reddish, Fournier, and a pick and kind of facilitating something with the Lakers and the Pacers here? But we know Buddy Heald is in the mix. Uh, we, we know the Lakers want to move some players. We know they want to move Russell Westbrook. Maybe you go to Indiana for a buyout, have them save some money, get rid of Miles Turner, that kind of move. Like, do, do you see any of this crazy scenario or am I just tinfoil hatting, just moving on after ah, Donovan Mitchell? I think I'm going to go with the tinfoil hatting on this one. I think it's, I don't see Buddy Heald coming here. If you want Grimes to start, Heald wants to start. That's the whole, that's the whole spiel that's been around Bill. He didn't, he, I mean, Healed, but he healed. Healed. Uh, he didn't like his his role in Sacramento coming off the bench. Sure, he doesn't like it in Indiana being, uh, you know, behind Chris Duarte and, and Halliburton. I'm sure he wants to be up there in that starting rotation. He's not known as a defensive guy. He's a pure shooter. That'd be kind of tough. If we didn't have Grimes here. I could see that, but I don't. I, don't, I, I can't see that. With with Cam though, you see that he's been debunking all that stuff though. He's been on IG, he's been everywhere saying it's all cap. I didn't request a trade, especially on his birthday. So I know. Which is which is interesting. But I do believe, like, I feel like there is a por- portion that where Cam does get moved. If Fournier goes, I hope not, because I'd like to see what he can do. But it's all interesting waters right now. Now that the Donovan Mitchell, now that the dust is settling after the Donovan Mitchell trade to the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's interesting just trying to figure it, out. It's got to go roster. development. We got to go development. You can't be like, right, we're going to try no to win Because if no Mitchell's way. here, I want, I want Randall, man. I want, I want to see that. I promise you, I really did. But now that Mitchell's gone, we're doing development, we don't need Randall, man. Just put Obi in there. We're keeping our guys. We're not making trades. 
I'm not going to start thinking about Carl Anthony Towns, even though I will start, I will soon, uh, depending on how Minnesota does. I'm, I'm not going to think about it for now. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm ready for the development. Just go south, get some good draft capital, go get a guy on the draft at this point. We're not competing. As long as we develop our guys, which is truly, it's not, this is not pure tanking because we actually have talent that we can watch. Let's see what these guys can offer too. And maybe these guys increase their draft stock, right? They raise it where you can actually go trade for a star where you don't have to add so many draft picks, uh, add so many players so that we can go get somebody. But let's also see what we got, man. Like I, I'm, I'm ready for this. I know people are out oh, yeah. there that want to know the direction. This is the direction, man. This is the direction the team has to go. And, and with regards to Tom Thibodeau, uh, he's staying. If they pull everything back, oh, you yeah. can, you, you can, you cannot fire him. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just letting you know. Like I'm, I'm just letting I'm letting the listeners know because I know we had we had CK shout out to our guy CK2K. He said it right. It's either Randall or Tibbs. If we pull everything back, you're trading Randall. Tibbs is here to stay. All right. That's that's just a fact. You can't you can't you can't fire a coach saying hey you didn't make the playoffs. It's like with what? Yeah. With with, with what did you give me to go make the playoffs? No, I so agree. Like, this is this is definitely a big developmental year for Tibbs. But if we're talking to our fans. We're talking to our listeners, Knicks fans everywhere. When Donovan Mitchell comes through the garden with Cleveland, we better boo the living crap out of him. I don't, I don't care. I don't care that if you're posting the a Knicks picture of him in a Cavs jersey. <laughs> we better boo the hell out of Donovan. Mitchell. Don't give him that. Don't give him that treatment that we were giving like LeBron. You know that last year when he was on Cleveland, and we all knew he was going to be a free agent. None of that crap. Cavs games and Jazz games are going to be very interesting this season. Well, Jazz doesn't matter anymore. And, you know, it's funny because... Little, I think uh, people got some heat against Danny Ainge, bro. I think people are going to want to boo and... Not necessarily the players, won't but... show up. He might have an event in Boston. But um, for, for, for Knicks-Utah, I think it's funny. It's a, it's a primetime game. And it's also a, like a, a high-tiered game for, like, Knicks tickets, which is hilarious because now it literally doesn't matter. The team stinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think I just think it's funny. I think the league was prepared for Donovan Mitchell to go to the Knicks, and then it's like, oh, which I think is funny, man. And we, you know, we were saying like it just, it just show, this it. just shows how league offices have no idea what's happening either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Windhorse did. Yeah, la- last episode we we mentioned him a lot. It's plugged in, obviously. Last episode he was talking a lot about different Cavs scenarios. Kept bringing that up. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I think we I think we dissected this Donovan Mitchell uh, trade to the extent. Uh, man, at least the saga's over. I can say that it stinks, man. I really I was really looking forward to having Donovan Donovan Mitchell on this team, but cool for, for what for that cost, absolutely not. You got a hard pass, hard Literally. pass. It's not even not even considering it. There's no yeah. point in me like the the original Wilch bomb was tough. Yes, when I, I saw up. three unprotected first rounds, I was like, "Yo, we couldn't beat that." And then I saw the players, I was like, "Oh, oh, oh no, no, no!" I'm, t- I'm saying the uh, Cavs acquired that was tough, phone blowing up, and then I saw three unprotected. I'm like, "Oh, here we go!" Like here, here it comes. No. Like where, where's up? That's three unprotected. That's already what I didn't want to do. I know players are coming. I was fine I, obviously sexy was going to be part of the deal. I knew swaps were coming. Like nothing else was like the three unprotected for me. I mean, if it was just that, I mean, obviously it can't be. Well, this is this is this is where this is where like for me, it, I could deal with three unprotected, depending on the players. Fine, right? 
You can't tell me like, hey, Alex, three unprotected, OB, RJ, and I'll, and I'll be like, no, we're not doing that. That's a, that's a lot. Plus 48 to go make the salary match? Nah, that's that's wild. But when I saw three unprotected, when I saw the trade to the Cavs, I was like, wow, for what? For what that we couldn't take this down? I was like, three unprotected. I was like, who are the players? And then when I saw the players, I was like, oh. Makes sense. Yeah, I was like, that. that's too steep. Too steep. I agree. But hey, man, good stuff. Uh, broke this thing down. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in and checking out all these episodes throughout the week. It was a very busy week for us between Jets and Knicks. So thank you all for hanging us, hanging in there with us. We appreciate you. And hopefully you guys appreciate us by doing these simple things, man, just to help us out. It's for free, too. It's for free. All right. All you got to do is subscribe to this podcast on any audio platform that you use, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. Uh, if you listen to us on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe over there. And when you, if you if you watch on YouTube, make sure to leave a comment, hit the like button, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. All right. These are just free ways to support us. If you made it all this way, come on. Support support you guys. Come out. Come on. We're trying to build something here. Just hit that subscribe button. It's all free. And you know what else is free? Follow us on social media. That's also free. You don't got to pay for that. We don't got super <laughs> followers like you see like a lot of these like other 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 content creators out there all right come on help you guys out follow us we like engaging with all of you we love talking sports but thank you all for being such great listeners and tuning in all the time and sticking with us we truly appreciate it we'll catch you later next week for more nicks and jets all right everyone enjoy your labor day weekend we out let's go next